Daisy G's will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Fine. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit, like this. Ham? Ham. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today, this is this is your show, this is your idea, back in the saddle, eh? That's right. Um... Our, our city is starting to open up. A lot of cities, uh, wherever you're listening to this, are probably starting to open up uh, during from the COVID crisis. And um, wherever you are in the uh, process of opening stores and restaurants and what have you, uh, I imagine you're starting to see some ads that are kind of advertising the stuff that's open. So we thought we'd take a look at uh, commercials that are are getting about all about the reopening of America. And when we get to the Ad Council segment, we got a jingle, which is exciting in and of itself, but it's also a jingle from where? Jolly old England. I was going to say across the pond. <laughs> that was terrible. And that's that how you make it. sure you never get that's, another jingle from across the right. pond with that terrible imitation. Uh, all right. Well, this is good. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot more commercials actually than I thought there were going to be that are talking about opening up already. Yeah, so. I will prep everyone by saying it's not a deep well of creativity um, <laughs> that, it, that the marketers are working with. Mostly uh, they have a very limited set of messages to work from. All right, let's get into it. Now, this is a very enthusiastic anthem. Does it really match the tone of the commercials? Or are they being a little bit more cautious and coy? And we're just opening up a little bit here. I mean, there's certainly plenty of messaging to let people know that they're doing all the, all the following all the public health guidance and they're being careful. And there's, you know, we're seeing a lot of images of um, service people wearing masks and things being cleaned. Um, but you know these are businesses that are uh, that are very excited to welcome people back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was really hoping to find, and if if you're seeing this in your in your uh, local ge- geography, uh, please send them our way. I would love to see some local commercials for things opening up because I feel like that's where the the creativity and the fun is going to be had. Because like you know, for like BMW to say like you can. Buy you can go to a BMW showroom again. It's kind of like okay, whatever. It's like pretty boring. Macy's, you know, same thing. Like these national brands, um, but I really want to see what the locals are doing because those are the like it's like the main street small businesses that were really hurting. So what are they doing to try to like get back in the saddle, if you will? I will. Um, the only thing <laughs> that I've heard or witnessed like that so far, I was telling you earlier today, was a uh, an underwriter spot. So this is just like kind of a, a live read on our local public radio station for a kind of popular breakfast place here in Seattle called... Um, the Portage Bay Cafe, right? Yeah, they're and, a small local chain. Yeah, and uh, the, what I heard them say is I think they have three locations. This commercial was clearly for three locations because they said we have X number of tables open across three locations. And I, I thought it was interesting. One's by, literally right up the street from us. Yeah, and I thought like it was interesting that they were grouping together. Like They're actually grouping together the number of tables that they have spread across the city of Seattle, yeah. which is an interesting way of... Yeah, because it. I think right now restaurants can do 25% capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, here in I, King County. Here in King County, yeah, uh, which is really, I think, encompasses Seattle. Um, but there are some companies that are national companies that really have the, also have the small business in sight. Uh, or they're, they see they have the needs of the small business person in, uh, in mind. Um, Spectrum is a business services company. They provide like, you know... Um, TV and internet and phone service, like that kind of business connect- yeah, connectivity and I think Spectrum, services. I mean, Spectrum also is like, for some people, it's their home cable network too, Is right? that right? I they, think so, unless it's a different company. No, that's probably true. I I, I think in our geogra- in our like region, it's pretty much just for businesses. I don't mm. know if anybody has Spectrum here, but um, they're at, they're certainly, they certainly do serve a lot of businesses and they created an ad that's all about the local business. Mm. Um, and I actually think it's kind of a good one. Uh, it's 
you're going to hear a voiceover talking to the small business person as we see lots of images of small shops, you know, ice cream shops, little boutiques putting like Op- like handwritten open signs in the window. Mm-hmm. And I will say here from the iSpot TV website, which, by the way, we re- refer to uh, iSpot TV all the time on this show. It's one of our main go-to reference uh, sites. It's right there in Bellevue, yeah. right across the lake from us. Learned, learned a new thing today. And they always say uh, in the right-hand column of the page, the last time this commercial aired, and it just aired uh, earlier today, recently aired on The Connors on ABC. So if you were curious... Is the Connors still a thing? <laughs> it is. And this commercial is... I hope the Connors runs forever. Yeah, as, as an F you to Roseanne. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, as a fuck you to Roseanne. Whoa. That's not even the word I meant. Oh, wow. I really misjudged that. Yeah, so let's take a listen to this. This isn't a small business opening. You already had one of those. It's a reopening. Take two. And just in time. Because right now, people need coffee that tastes like coffee. And hair that doesn't look like that. They need someone who knows where those numbers actually go. They need you and everything that made your business great from your first day one. Yeah, we've been knocked back on our heels, and it took a minute, but it still says florist or repairs or plumber over that door. And there are still customers who can't wait to walk through it. That light at the end of the tunnel? It's a workout that doesn't involve two bags of flour. It's a 20-foot-tall inflatable guy saying, come on by. It's you and your small business turning your community and the country around. One appointment, one customer, one thank you at a time. Small business is coming back. And Spectrum Business is giving every new customer one free month of Spectrum Business services to make sure it does. We're here for you because you're here for all of us. That's a great ad. I found it, honestly... Heartwarming, yeah, heartwarming, but also bright and poppy. Yes, great colors, it, it's great beautifully writing, designed. Yeah, I like it. It it's, also reminds me how um, normalized we've gotten to wearing face masks. Yeah, everyone wearing a face mask. Mm-hmm. I was shocked by how much I enjoyed an ad for for business internet. Service, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I yeah. thought that whoever did that, it was really on the money um, as far as appealing to what we. Now, I'm a I'm not a small business owner. Um, what so, do you call this? Well, this is it's a, the smallest business. It's very small. We have There's zero income. Zero business mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Um, so like, does this appeal to a small business owner? I don't know. But I thought it really um, was able to put some heart into a pretty, you know, dry transaction. And I do wonder if um, if businesses restarting up have to restart their cable services like there is a chance that when when people closed their doors and they knew it was going to be t- for two or three months they had to start looking at things that they were going to you know cut costs on and one might be well i'm going to stop paying like let's say what three months of business level uh internet service at a company that, that could be five hundred dollars thousand dollars oh maybe, easily easily I, so maybe yeah. people were saying well i'll cut the cord on that and i'll i'll redial up when the time comes if I mean, they hadn't i'd assume i don't know why like this ad wouldn't even make any sense yeah. you know like clearly spectrum's responding or you know is identifying a business opportunity for themselves i know that the little bar that we talk about around the corner from us teddy's is opened again and i was talking to um one of the bartenders who said that they don't have um internet there yet because well I, i'm sorry not internet um cable tv there yet and mm-hmm. I, I didn't dig into why but my assumption is that yeah, it's because they just it. probably stopped paying for it and now they it'll probably be a whole thing to get it going again which means some people might be looking to cut well, costs there's a great deal happening at spectrum one more uh, quick little point on this is at the beginning they say people are excited to taste real coffee again or good coffee again um or maybe they even said coffee that tastes like coffee it reminds me of a little commercial that i saw today prepping for this that I I didn't put in the rundown because there's no real good voiceover, but it's for KFC. And it was actually from a while back when they opened up again for um, takeout service. And they just show a bunch of people trying to recreate the KFC experience at home, like people like <laughs> frying chicken and it's messy looking. And then like close ups of plates of fried chicken that don't look bad, but they look like home. I mean, they just don't look great. Yeah. You know? And then and like and then some it looks like, like they were cooked in a gallon of oil at a billion degrees exactly and then like chicken patties with ketchup on it they kind of got grosser and grosser and then it just said we missed you too (laughs) anyway uh that's a great commercial though way to go spectrum i did not expect to be saying what a great spectrum commercial today 
Um, uh, also doing the same kind of pitch as I assume a competitor of Spectrum, Comcast, a cable company we're much more familiar oh, with. Oh yeah, and again, Comcast business. Tell me what you think of this one. This is aimed. This is aimed at exactly the same market, right? It's it's like um, helping small businesses get back on their feet with services after the shutdown. This last aired on the AMHQ. That's a TV show on the Weather Channel. Businesses are starting to bounce back. But what if you could do better than that? Like adapt, discover, deliver in new ways to new customers. What if you could come back stronger, faster, better? At Comcast Business, we want to help you not just bounce back, but bounce forward. And now, with one of our best offers ever, we're committed to helping you do just that. Get a powerful internet, voice, and security solution for only $29.95 a month for three months. Call or go online today. What is it about that that is so much lamer? It's what very is the same thing. Something is, about the lameness of it. it. the The music doesn't work for me. I don't like a ba- don't bounce back, bounce forward. Yeah, that's a terrible it's a, catchphrase. It's a dumb catchphrase. And like the other one, really focused on the customers' experience, not the cu- not the cable customers or the internet customers, but the the customers' customer experience. Right, the right, coffee is- shop opening, and you see this hip young woman who's excited about coffee, and it's bright. And this is like that very business to business, like shots of people uh, in their fluorescent vests typing on their iPads while talking on a the phone. A lot of things running on uh, on like um, conveyor conveyor belt. People like uh, kind of. Pushing a computer, sir. It's a very tech based and very kind of like, I don't know, uninteresting in that way. But, you know, as I was saying, like, I think that first one really appealed to me, the average consumer. Mm -hmm. If I'm a small business owner, am I like, I need to, I need you to understand my conveyor belt problems. Yeah, maybe. Cable company. So you're ready to bounce forward? I'm ready to, I'm ready to bounce yeah, not forward. You're some, ready some to other bounce direction. your way out of that commercial? <laughs> Let's, bounce. Let's bounce our way out. Bounce out. All right, what else you got? Well, Vegas is, as you can well imagine, oh, yeah, an incredibly tourist-dependent uh, economy, and they are hurting. Uh, I don't know how many people remember this. I assume many people do. Their their mayor, Carolyn Goodman, went full crazy uh, at the start of the pandemic. Uh, she went on Anderson Cooper and was so so hyper focused on the need to get tourists and keep the businesses of Vegas going that she just went off the deep end mm-hmm. talking about we're going to be a control group for you know she had some cockamamie scheme where like everyone was going to come to Vegas and if they all got sick and died it's like well lesson learned yeah a control <laughs> so group was, I believe it was we want to be the control we group have to right? open up. we have to right. go back our bus drivers our but hasn't it been because of social distancing that the numbers have been what they are how do you know until we have a control group? We offer to be a control group. <laughs> Anybody who knows anything about statistics knows that, for instance, you have a vaccine. You're offering you the, real the citizens of Las Vegas to be a control group to see if your I theory on social distancing no, works no, no, or doesn't no, work. No, 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 wrong. Absolutely wrong. Don't put words in my mouth. You just said, said we'll be a control was, group. Offer, excuse me. What I said was. I offered to be a control group, and I was told by our statistician, you can't do that <laughs> because people from all parts of Southern Nevada come in to work in the city. And I said, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> okay, by the way, one of the reasons Genevieve is laughing so hard, not because of the just complete absurdity of that, but the tape that we were watching was actually the comedian Sarah Cooper doing her lip sync treatment of that, which is just amazing. Uh Flawless, just uh, the best. But even in e- fact, now I'm very distracted because now YouTube's like, you want to watch some more Sarah Cooper? Which I'm like, I yeah, always I do. Kind of do. Yeah. Can we just wrap this up? Uh, no, if you're, I, I'm sure you are not just hearing about Sarah Cooper, but if you by any chance are, please go check out her entire catalog of lip syncing Trump uh, and other lunatics. <laughs> so anyway, that is to give you the context of Vegas may have dug themselves a little bit of a hole. Yeah, Ray, customer safety. Um, and so they started, they, they went through what I'm calling the passion of the Vegas, which is, um, they started by making an ad, uh, like about a month ago, month and a half ago about how they're really concerned about your safety. Oh, okay. So So this wasn't necessarily reopening. This is not a reopening one yet. This is like, we know that eventually we're going to reopen and we know that, um, our mayor tried to sacrifice you on the altar of capitalism Uh and we're really sorry about that i think that's the subtext here okay i want to play this but i also want to let you know that this last aired on the national finals rodeo on rfd tv there's something more important than the shows and the neon 
And there's something bigger than our hotels and our bravado. That something is you and your safety. That is everything. No, it's not. That is the only thing. You're full of shit. We know it's tough to travel right now or to even be around others. We just want you to know that when you're ready, we'll be ready and better than ever. Because there is no bigger star in this town than you. Only you. Only you. Not a terrible commercial. Terrible bald face lies, though. Lies, The lies, only lies. thing that matters is you, not money, not yes. the shows. Bullshit. Not the, the dollar sign thing. that we see on instead of where your head should be. And listen, that's fine. That's what Las Vegas is about. It's not a city that, like, it doesn't, you know, like. Yeah, they're not really built for this, a, <laughs> like, um, sort of compassionate, you know, like, yeah, they're earnest, built for what stays, small, what yeah. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and, like, you know, debauchery and shamefulness and, you know, the the their whole brand is built around um well i mean sin city it's like right in the mm-hmm. name um and so i do think that they are really grasping to try to shift the narrative to like be this um you know this this very warm empathetic uh like type of sort of just that's that's like a hard place for them to be i think with their existing branding I wonder if there's some sort of like you could have made a COVID commercial that is like what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas, and you see somebody like hand somebody money, and then like you see the green germs right. on it, and then that person gets on an airplane you and see, goes back to Dayton. Yeah, they do like a contagion treatment <laughs> yeah. of it, so you see like it touches this, then it touches. Yeah, that. And then they and then I can even picture like the, then the the wide shot of a map of the United States with like all of these lines, these arc lines, I love it. Vegas all over. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. That's right. Get at me, um, ad wizards. Yeah. Um, so you remember the um, the Watchmen TV series that we, oh, yeah. we finished pretty mm-hmm. recently? HBO. HBO. Great series if you haven't seen it. Um, there is a, a commercial that's made in that, like a, a commercial that's being sort of road tested or focus grouped for New York City. And this is in mm. a, a universe uh, or a reality where New York City has had a terrible tragedy happen to it, like way more than 9-11 like hugely tragic thing has happened in new york and so they're trying to do an ad now several years later to bring people back to new york and it's all about like i love they have these people like turning to camera saying like i love new york because there's always it's easy to get a seat at a restaurant Mm -hmm. or like new york's so great you can just have all this space to yourself like all the so different from the way we think about and i believe there's plenty of calamari (laughs) lots of calamari uh which is sort of a, a joke within the series um, that's what this next ad reminds me mm. of so much. This next ad is now the next step in the passion of the Vegas, which is, um, Las Vegas. We're starting to open up and it's just for you. Okay. Uh, this last aired on Martin on BET. The world has changed and Vegas is changing with it. So yes, things will be a little different when we open again, at least for a while, a new Vegas for the new reality. We're working to make it more intimate, with more space, and the excitement you've come to expect. So if you ever imagined a Vegas that was just for you, it's only here. And when it's ready, you'll be the first to know. And that's really interesting. It's not only solo shots of people and couples. I mean, you do see other people in the background but, no but it's like there's no crowd they're very and it, some of it feels like old footage where they just like took close-ups of people dancing and you just happen to not see other people i think they had to the I, I mean i do think it's been very hard to get new footage that first yeah. time we played uh, all that matters is you was just an overhead mm-hmm. aerial shot of vegas of the strip at night mm-hmm. and they showed this uh, I, i'm sure it's a very famous fountain i don't know what it is because i don't know shit about vegas but uh bellagio maybe is that the famous fountain and there's nobody around it it was actually fountaining without uh, it was observers. fountaining all unobserved if a fountain fountains and nobody's there to see it fountain <laughs> did it really fountain um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that one doesn't bother me as much because it doesn't seem as insincere. No, I, I don't think it's in, I I don't think it's insincere because they are going to have to open at a reduced capacity. Everything mm-hmm. is. So that one is more sort of honest. It just really made me think of that Watchmen commercial because yeah. it's really like the tone is exactly the same. Even the message is really the same. You know, that like 
It'll be it's it's safe to come back. It's different. It's but different, good. but good. Yeah. Um, I was looking for a little shit like this clip for the top of the show, and one thing that I kept on landing on was just casino after casino after casino after casino commercial. I'm not going to play them all here. Um, they're mostly cut from the same cloth, but I did come across this one. I didn't know who was talking at first, and it was. I was like, man, you guys need a better spokesperson. This person sounds rough. Things have been a little quiet around here. We've missed the fun. We've missed the excitement. We've missed the entertainment. We've missed the nightlife. But most of all, we've missed you. You see all these people wiping down the elevators, wiping down door handles, putting on their jackets again, opening doors. And did you say who that was? So I didn't say who it was yet. It's Wayne Newton. It's like, but you don't see him except for that one little bit in the middle. And first of all, it's amazing. He sounds like he was just risen from the dead. <laughs> then you see him and he looks like he's 16 with it. Not 16, but he looks like well, he's like 45 with his like just painted black hair. He's extremely preserved. Yeah, exactly. He's heavily preserved. But here's the deal. I mean, I know that. My favorite part, by the way, is at the very end, the last shot. That was for Caesars. Um, I forget. I'm sure that was obvious from the ad. Um, is one of the famous uh, Caesars, like they're dressed at, like the, you know, the Roman charioteers mm-hmm. with the gold breastplate and everything, uh, sort of like gesturing into the hotel full on, you know, the Roman outfit, except face mask. Oh, I didn't even notice that. It went by so quickly. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not just doing this because you love this song so much, but... <laughs> doctor, doctor, what should I do? Tell me. This is just from the time that Wayne Newton went to the doctor. No, um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, and again, now I'm just piling on and being mean and ageist. I don't mean to be, but I would say that, like, if you're only going to have him in there, have his face in there for a moment as a token, get somebody else to do the damn right. voiceover. It's not an, I mean, I guess as a singing voice, it's an iconic voice, but, like, his talking voice is clearly not iconic. It's a little bit off-putting on this when you don't know that it's him, and you can have somebody else doing it, and then you just throw him in the middle, smiling and saying, we're waiting for you, I which also, was a terrible Wayne Newton imitation. Yeah. Somebody doctor that up. Yeah, that was not <laughs> Wayne Newton. Um, I'm Wayne <laughs> Now I'm doing a third voice, and I'm creating a universe. I'm Wayne Newton. I have a universe of Wayne Newtons. They're all from different parts of the world. But I, I do find it an odd choice. I mean, Wayne Newton is, of course, iconic and iconically associated with Vegas, mm-hmm. and I guess Caesars. Um, I'm not really part. Like that's not. I haven't, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time in Vegas. I'm not steeped in the uh, sort of lore of it and the iconography of it. To me, the Vegas that they're advertising there is like is definitely the old Vegas, which is like the boomer Vegas. And it's kind of interesting that they decided to go with that image of themselves over something that might have an appeal to like a younger, more, let's say, COVID resistant audience. That is a really good point. What was that? um, What was that? Uh, those commercials that you loved for some hotel that was in Vegas that you like. Oh, they the were Cosmopolitan. The, yeah, those they were sexy so, commercials. They were so daring. Yeah. All yeah. kinds of weird stuff was happening. I wanted to be part of it. Oh, I just went back and I saw those face masks. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, you're right. Why not for several reasons focus on that crowd, huh? Well, they probably have... De- well, Caesar's Palace might not be that crowd. Yeah, my, it's probably like where the, the old timers go, the classic. They yeah. go for the classics, you know? So maybe yeah. like... You know, maybe Caesars are just staying in their lane. I see a big picture of Tiger Woods here. Yes. So speaking of things that are coming back, um, some sports are starting to come back. Some NBA is going to be coming back for the last part of their season. Um, And golf, I think, was one of the first sports to really get going again because it's just by its very nature more socially distant than a lot of other kinds of sports. So the PGA Tour wants you to know that they are back, baby. Back on the tee. Back on the tee. Back on the tee. Here we go. Bubba Watson. Jordan Spieth. Tiger Woods. Rory McIlroy. John Dustin Johnson. What's Kepka? Brooks Kepka. Max Homa. Sergio Garcia. Tony Finau. And Bama boy, Justin Thomas. Let's go. The PGA Tour is back I know on the so team. little about... <laughs> golf that I found that 
highly confusing. Was that <laughs> their COVID selves introducing their real selves, or were those fans yelling out the names of those golfers? Those were fans yelling out the name of okay. golfers. Because like in one, Some I was like, well, that could be races. that guy with a big beard. But okay, yeah. Yeah, no, they were, uh, the that was not a couple of people yelling about a different no, guy. No, I guess that makes sense. Cells. I guess it makes sense. It was like, I've been in COVID for so long, it's made me white. What? No, that's <laughs> not how any of this works. You can grow a beard, I believe. But um, anyway, uh, that, I, what, that seemed like a Michigas to me, but I don't know anything about golf. Well, I don't know anything about golf, and most of those names, um, almost without exception, were gibberish to me. What I found interesting about it, though, was what you the way it was constructed was they had a uh, an image of the golfer that they were naming, and then in a split screen with was someone who had recorded themselves saying that name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, couples, young, old, and some of them were TV announcers though too. Yeah, some TV announcers, but just like all kinds of. People who are, uh, you know, people of color, uh, people of seemingly different, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds. And I think it's interesting that this is maybe the PGA trying to, now that they're sort of the only game in town, uh, maybe making a play for like a little bit more diversity of their, because I mean, like you're talking about watching basketball, which you've never really had any interest in, but you're. You miss watching sports. You'd be watching baseball right now normally. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if there is an opportunity here for the sports that have found a way, UFC being another one, that have found a way to come back, like, to expand their fan bases. Yeah, I bet you it's been great for um, for the UFC especially. And this baseball, what is now, you got to call it what it is, which is like a baseball shutout. I don't know how much you've been... Um, following this but there's there's a war but there's a labor war going on now because like the baseball owners want to bring it back but they also wanted some of the top players to take you know up to 50 percent uh i believe 50 percent although that might be wrong um pay cuts and the players are like no like you're trying to position this like i make tons of money per game which i do because i'm at the top of my the top of my field but not all baseball players make that much money and also you guys are rolling in profits you take the cuts yeah it's in and and they're able to spin it to people who love baseball like me like oh come on you're telling me that you're not willing to pay for a mere seven hundred thousand dollars a game but it's like that's not the point like you're asking your employees that you yeah. reached an agreement with to come back and work in and and set yourself up for danger that you could take home to your family in the, in the uh yeah they're taking all the risk all the all, risk all the labor and, and it's like no how about the owners they take some uh profit cuts but anyway so i'm pretty pissed off at uh, the baseball ownership right now um so i am like well maybe if basketball comes back and everybody's talking about it i'll tell you what though i heard the same thing about soccer and i'm like yeah no and I'm not even saying that to be mean. I know some of our – I'm not trying to be that guy, like, not liking soccer as a personality <laughs> trait, but, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, I, I, that doesn't seem appealing to me at all, and neither does golf. Yeah. I could sort of see getting to getting into golf. Yeah. I mean, I don't really watch – It's a very different vibe. I don't really watch that much sports to begin with, um, but – I can sort of understand the appeal of golf for whatever reason, just mm-hmm. a personal thing. I could see it as a very kind of relaxing, you just kind of put it on, almost more like baseball maybe, you put it on in the background. Yeah, and it's like you can follow it, but it's it, it, it does it's not the adrenalized experience that like for us watching NFL is. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, okay, so you have BMW. I think you actually spoiled this one already. Didn't you already say something earlier like, no BMW, we don't want to come into your showrooms or something. Well, what else was it going to be? I right, mean, it's yeah. not, it's not, and that's the thing about a lot of these that I, I kind of wondered if it was even worth doing a show about because it's, it, it's, it's not, it's mostly recycled footage um, from things that they have shot. You know, they just have B roll of or have in their in their archive, and they're just trying to get the message out, the same message over and over again. We're reopening. We've made change. If it's a kind of thing where you have to be in a place for a while, like a restaurant or a casino or whatever, we've made the following changes and they signal that with the same visuals and the same words over and over again. Um, but uh, so, so I would say like, you know, this BMW commercial is not particularly innovative. It's just kind of the first one I've seen for a major car brand. At BMW, we know leaving the road wasn't easy, but anticipating our return taught us to appreciate every drive. The exhilaration of the ultimate adventure. Moments spent with your favorite co-pilots. And the freedom to explore just because. Our time to rejoin the road 
is finally here. Take advantage of exceptional lease and finance offers today. I hate car commercials. I was just thinking, as I rewatched that, it's worse than I remember. I thought it was unobjectionable, but which is it? Did we leave the road and now we're getting back on the road? Or have we been enjoying time driving with our favorite co-pilots, our families in this case? Um, you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, like... Which is it? Have we been driving around waiting to go buy cars again? Wait, I thought they were saying that you're excited to get back in with your favorite co-pilots. No? Hold on. Let's re-listen to this. We know leaving the road wasn't easy, but anticipating our return taught us to appreciate every drive. The exhilaration of the ultimate adventure. Moments spent with your favorite co- It's taught the, us I to appreciate these moments in our we car. Can't be and now we can start having them again, which is kind of weird, too, because... You could always take a drive with your family. Yeah, but I mean, there was nowhere to go. There was and no, nowhere to go. Critically, there was nowhere to go to the bathroom, exactly. which is a thing that happened to me. No, that is absolutely true. Um, also, like, and this is one of those you can hear when the music gets celebratory. And, like, here's one thing that I hate about a car commercials. Somebody should do a, a mashup of people acting like buffoons in car commercials. But suddenly <laughs> it's like, you know, you see, all, you see all these cars on these winding adventures, and they're jumping out with their dogs, and you see them, and then there's these cuts of all the things people are doing once they've arrived, like running through hiking paths or whatever. But then there's, like, one close-up of a hip young man with his um, – with his hands to his mouth like a megaphone yelling into a canyon like who the hell is this guy yelling into a canyon are your friends there are they upset that you're yelling into the canyon are you just yelling echo Echo, yeah i have a bmw i'm 25 i have a bmw I hate this commercial. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, BMW. <laughs> fuck you, BMW. Um, that wasn't the F word I meant to use. Uh, all right. <laughs> so this next commercial recently aired on Waiting to Exhale on BET. What is it? <laughs> uh, this is for Steinmart, which was a... Steinmart? Steinmart is like a, it's like a discount uh, clothing store, kind of kind of probably a, along with TJ Maxx or... or um, uh, Nordstrom Rack or something okay. like that. It might be a little bit of a different category, but it's that kind of place. Ooh, I love their font that I'm looking at here. It's like real retro 1960s Yeah, you know, font. they actually kind of got a little bit of cachet a while back. You may not remember this, but we talked about it. They did some commercials that ran during the Super Bowl. I think it was Steinmart, where they had like kids. I want to say like it was like, Ki- really, it was like a really funny skit with kids where they were doing lip syncing of something. I think something you're thinking of the, the, this ran during the Oscars. Maybe I think, of think the like Oscars. three years ago. Yeah, but, which what, but it was Steinmart, right, right? I don't know if it was Steinmart, but I think I know what you're talking about. There was a little girl doing something in a tent. She had created a tent inside of her house. I have, I have snippet. We loved these commercials, and uh, I think the Oscars happened not long after the Super Bowl. So I'm I'm just stalling for time here. <laughs> um, uh, and so I remember we did our big Super Bowl show back when we were in L.A. So this is like three Super Bowls ago. And then we did an Oscar show not long after that. And I had never thought of the Oscars as a commercial category before, but we fell in love with these ones with these little kid actors. I don't think they were Steinmart, though. Well, Are you finding anything there? I'm not, but I'm not exactly sure what to search for. Mm-hmm. I may be misremembering it. I feel like it was a clothing brand, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know if it was Steinmart or not, but anyway. Uh, we'll we'll sort that out later. We'll figure and, that out, yeah. And uh, and do a, an, an update next week. Um, so this is Steinmart's ad. They are reopening. Uh, and I mean, again, it's like... There's not much else to say like they but mm-hmm. I, I this one I thought was like reasonably good. I think the visuals are kind of nice. OK, let's take a listen. Surprise. Your Steinmart is now open to bring you a safe and fabulous shopping experience. Shop the sidewalk sale now and get thousands of clearance items for men, women, kids and home under $15. Hurry in. We can't wait to see you. Yeah, straightforward. It was just there wasn't really anything to see other than um, kind of dynamic text and yeah. design. But I really like the design. You're absolutely right. I could right. do without it's that my music. Alley. Yeah, the it's music. Too honky. And it also <laughs> honk honk. We're too honky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, that was I believe that's one of our reviews on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> 
Um, but especially because that, that music doesn't match the visuals. The visuals are so retro, like with the the style of yeah. the font of Steinmart and then the graphics. It should that be you like see. a sort of an elevator music quality, yeah. a little more tinkly, yeah, less honky. Uh, um, anyway, uh, I'm now it's kind of driving me crazy. What were those? Uh, what were those commercials we saw during the Oscars? But I'll put that out of my mind um, and move on to Macy's. Oh, yes. another clothing, another store. clothing brand. Um, they want you back. Um, I do wonder about clothes. You know, I think we were already seeing people shift to buying clothes online. I mean, like, you know, Trunk Club and Stitch Fix and all of these kinds of brands that were so well positioned to do clothing, to sell you clothing in a way that like, because you would think, you know, buying clothes online seems like a losing proposition, right? Like you got to try it on. You don't know how it's going to look. But Stitch Fix and those kinds of companies that send you like they do a little quiz with you, then they, you know, they have a stylist for you and they send it all to you. And it's like fun to, you have like a little fashion show and then you keep what you want. And I think that the prices are always way too high for what they send you, but I can understand the appeal of it. And I've gotten some clothes. Um, I, I'm not too proud to take it as a, as a gift uh, when I get a gift card from there. So I, um, I've gotten some clothes that I really love from some of those brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if like they took a huge bite out of like the retail clothing sector during the last few months. So I can understand why the Steinmarts and the Macy's of the world are champing at the bit to get yeah. back their customers. Yeah, and I mean Macy's come on, like I do buy my jeans there because I am an, an old I'm an old. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it's not where I would say like the hip young uh, clothes shoppers go. Really? That's not where the students are shopping? That's not where the students are shopping. Are you, should we take a listen to this Macy's one? Sure. At Macy's, we're excited to welcome you back to our stores with extra precautions to keep you safe and added contact-free curbside pickup at select locations so you can get your purchase quickly and securely. Ew. Find a participating location near you at Macy's.com. Boy, that's a pretty lame commercial, man. What they're showing is, and I understand what they're, but instead of showing the shopping experience or showing any pleasure in it, they're just appealing to the, the, the Frady Cat in yeah. all of us. They're just Lysoling everything. They're just like showing signs that say, please keep six feet apart, which I mean, I, I'm glad they're doing that they're showing people like um, bagging things up carefully but then they're interspersing it with like photos of just like some stuff you can buy there that seems super not stylish and unappealing like they show somebody's hand with a bunch of ugly well that is their sweet spot it. yeah but uh boy that commercial just has zero yeah. style at no all. style and and i have to say as much as of course we all intellectually appreciate that things need to be disinfected and we want them to be I can't say that seeing someone spray down a glass counter yeah. with Lysol is like appealing to my sense of like, oh, this is a place I want to go, you know, have a retail experience. Which goes back to that first commercial that you played for Spectrum, which again, we were like, as the viewer of that commercial, we're too removed. We're two customers removed from that. But it showed you the joy of opening of, again. It yes, showed of you retail. The, and I guess, you know, Vegas was going for this as well because they're selling entertainment. But like, for that first one, it was a lot of retail shots, like you say, and it was showed you the splash of color, the design, the I can get coffee again, the excitement of being out in the world. I can and take this one my is documents like, to a CPA again and not have to like deal with them. <laughs> right. And here they're showing, this is a picture. Come to Macy's. We have signs that say, stay six feet apart. Yes, come to Macy's. Uh, we have Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> Lysol. We got that. <laughs> you can't have it. It's for us. Why has Lysol? Counter. Why have we not seen an ad bonanza? I thought we did one. We did at least one Lysol for um, disinfecting around the home. I think it was our first COVID Maybe show. they just don't need I, maybe to. Maybe it like, wasn't Lysol. Maybe it was a different cleaning Maybe why product. spend money on marketing when you're, you literally can't keep your product on the shelf? Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I heard. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, <laughs> we're, we do a show about TV commercials. I don't watch enough TV. I haven't seen these. But I heard a commercial for Charmin in the grocery store today. You know how it's <laughs> weird when, um, like, usually the grocery store plays music, but every Ever since COVID times, they do a lot of commercials saying we're hiring, we're hiring. You haven't been in Safeway as much as I Not have. Not as much, but I've. it's constant because on the one, you were away for a week and I had to go to Safeway a couple times. And uh, yes, it's constant. We're hiring, we're hiring. We're hiring. But then today they had a Charmin commercial airing that just and it totally... I wish I'd paid more attention to it now, but they were saying, we're doing our best. Thanks for your patience with us, and we're coming oh, back. Yeah, yeah. They were straight up acknowledging. Don't, don't go to some inferior brand. Yeah. Wait for... 
Hold it till you can get Charmin. <laughs> Hold it till we got it. Charmin. <laughs> they did, but then they said something. Charmin is the worst, right? They're the bears. And yes, they, and they're we like, hate. And they, they ended it with, and then you can be on the go again. It's not on the go. They have some you slogan. You can enjoy. Of, they, they love enjoy to talk about the, the go. go. Yeah, they're like, and you'll be enjoying the go again I soon. It's like, could shut not, up. I have never disliked a tagline more than enjoy the go. How are those commercials? It is so revolting. Every every instinct they have with those commercials is terrible because those are the bears, bears. right? Yes. I would... Oh man, I'm it's, not a violent person, but I would if they if somebody can make an animation of somebody like doing terrible things to those bears, mm-hmm. I would be into it. Yeah, maybe There's they could have like an saw. adult. How about this? Like an adult Chuck E. Cheese scenario where it's like instead of the Chuck E. Cheese band, mm-hmm. um, you have the bear, an animatronic, the bear family. Mm-hmm. And then, as an adult, you put you get to like put in a certain number of tokens. Ooh, I like that to just like wail on the bears. What if we make a movie called House of a Thousand Charmins? <laughs> <laughs> These bears are on a road trip somewhere, and their car breaks and they just down. Get, like, and the next thing you know, Rob <laughs> Zombies running a desk. Somewhere. I love it. All right, um, okay. We have another Macy's one though. Is this one any better? Well, this one I thought was sort of interesting because they fully have their CEO front and mm-hmm. center with this little pocket square. Um, talking directly to the camera. We're thrilled to announce your local Macy's store has reopened. At least this we'll looks like a shopping family. experience I might enjoy. Yes, this has that Vegas vibe again. They're showing a bunch of um, darkened uh, storerooms or what would you like? Showrooms. Showrooms. And the lights the are... The floor of the store. Yeah, yeah, and the lights are kind of flicking on and doing that thing when you turn lights on in a really big room like that where they kind of very quickly but one by one go on across the floor. Like this, visually speaking, is already a million times better, I and think, it, than the other one. And it emphasizes the like the classic quality of shopping at a department. Yeah. Yes. store you're in the makeup and perfume counter area and it's yes. very beautiful and, and they're showing it from the outside of a, what i believe is probably the new york city yes. macy's so it like has that old school charm to it and class like you said we yeah this is so much macy's better store has reopened we'll be open for your family for the big things you need for the little things that will make you smile and all the things Those in shoes. between we'll be open to serve you most of all, we'll be open responsibly. Okay, now they're showing a montage of signs that say, please maintain a six-foot yeah. distance. But they set us up with some pretty arty, nice shots at first. Yeah, and they really focused on particular items of clothing um, and wares that are, like, uh, really appealing and, and visually exciting. And you kind of, you want, like, they give you object lust, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, those shoes are really, what were, would you call those pumps? They were high heels with yeah. stripes. Don't call them pumps. Do people not say Don't, that anymore? They didn't, I, got, I put on my pumps and put on my pocketbook. It's would, just, it's antiquated. Just, just say heels, It's yeah. not problematic. It's not problematic. Okay. It's just silly. Uh, by the way, we'll finish this commercial off here. There's 10 more seconds. I did want to let you know that the last time this aired was on Couples Court with the Cutlers on the CW. What Taking is precautions that? to keep your family and ours safe. So whenever you're ready, we'll be ready for you. They need to tell the CEO, I understand he's not usually their spokesperson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you put him out there because you want to signal how serious this is and how, how serious your commitment is. They needed, He needs to bring the hand gesture part of his presentation yeah. down by, like, 30%. He needs another mug. Give him another <laughs> he mug. He needs another mug. Uh, I, by the way, I didn't look this up, but my guess is Couples Court with the Cutlers. Isn't the Cutlers one of those families that had, they had like, septuplets or something like that? Or it's one of those, like, reality TV families that's now on, like, their fourth version of a show? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. I didn't realize that you had more casino. Oh, because we're leaving Vegas and now we're in uh, Atlantic City. Or no, no, this is this is also a Vegas commercial. Atlantis, is this right? Or am I wrong? What is Atlantis? I think it's in Florida. Oh, okay, but another casino experience. Yes, this one was just. I happened to grab this one because it was sort of their their approach to the reopening a casino. Want to take a listen? Sure. Atlantis knows recent times have been challenging. <laughs> Paradise is having a grand reopening, and we welcome you back. This is so cheap. Oh god, the lighting is off on all these. Like in, in some shots, it looks like that a really beautiful, well lit thing. Other shots, it looks like they just pulled out a cell phone. But not in that good, like we're showing mixed media kind of thing. You can tell that like they just grabbed some of this. Must just be um, stock footage that they bought somewhere, and that's the more professional looking stuff. And yeah. then they just show a roast beef sandwich that doesn't even turn me on. It's <laughs> a roast beef sandwich. Local casino ads are. 
so generic, and they just are all cut from the same terrible cloth. Yeah. Again, you're not seeing big crowds of people. That's the difference. Oh, that can't be Florida. Uh, oh, Reno. Reno. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's that. And then, oh, I did see this re this Lazy Boy reopening one, but I can't remember what happened. Okay, this the- is just, I included this because for one, this is a weird mystery to me. Okay. We were looking at reopening commercials, and there were a bunch on iSpot for Lazy Boy, but then you click on all of them, mm-hmm. and it says, this content has been taken down at the request of the advertiser. Uh-huh. And then I, so I went hunting for like, well, did anyone grab these and put them up on YouTube illicitly? The only one I could find on YouTube was for, it ran in Ottawa, weirdly. It doesn't imply. Like That's com- this one that we're about to play. Yeah, the commercial doesn't in any way indicate that it's only for Ottawa Lazy Boy retailers. But like for some reason, something went wrong with all of the ads that Lazy Boy put up about reopening. And I want to know what it was. You know what's amazing about this? And I'm not joking. I've never seen this before on YouTube. And by the way. By the way, this is actually posted by the Lazy Boy Furniture Company. Um, it looks like their official account. It's Look, it says no views. Nobody has watched this. Well, that can't be right because I watched it. Because you watched it earlier. Yeah. That's very strange though, isn't it? I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a YouTube video that just what's says... What's happening with Lazy Boy? What's going on? There's some sort of weird um, kind of black hole or what do you call the... What's the place over the ocean where things disappear? The Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> exactly. Did I describe it? Well, you knew what I was talking about. All right. So let's watch this uh, reopening Lazy Boy commercial and try to figure out why it's been pulled and um, scrubbed from the internet. Lazy Boy has reopened and we're doing more than ever to make your shopping experience as comfortable as our furniture, limiting those in store, taking appointments, and offering free design services. Oh, there it is. Lazy Boy. Live life Did you see quietly. that? For a second, you had to look really close, but a huge dong went across the screen. Yeah, that it was must weird. Be it. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. It's just a bunch of shots of a family laying around on their just, lazy boys. Yeah, they. I, one one thing I do think is interesting about the way they depict their furniture in use is that literally no one just sits on it like a chair. Everyone has yeah. to be. <laughs> the kids like, are upside down, like hanging over it, lying on top of it. Like the dad's hang, having a hanging have, off, like doing yeah. a monkey bars on it. The dad was having like a Dagwood style nap on it yes. with the newspaper. They're like, it's called lazy boy it's not some fucking couch yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know well that's very uninteresting except for the fact that it was scrubbed from the internet for some reason we should go over to uh, bellevue and ask him what's up yeah absolutely um <laughs> you were before we were putting this together you kept interrupting me to read me a job description like a job opening yeah when you go to what, iSpot once i realized that iSpot is right here in town i was like well let's i don't know i want to go to the website and see what else they have to offer and the first first thing that popped up was like jobs at iSpot and I got kind of like excited about that I was like wouldn't that be so cool if I could work at the company that we use all the time for the show we probably get uh, the we don't pay for the extra added services they offer maybe I'd get that for free yeah I, exactly I, several job openings there none of which I'm qualified for there was you one you don't have a you're not a strategic self-starter uh, who loves to produce dynamic content well there was something about you had to have worked with fortune 500 companies before in a customer facing capacity in a, I believe exactly Exactly. And so, yeah, I lacked some of the background they were looking for, which is a real disappointment. Well, I know it's going to cheer you up. Hmm. Guess what's reopening? Not, uh, I hope it's super Christian, whatever it is. It's extremely Christian. What is it? It is the ARC experience. The ARC experience. Now, I don't know what's going on with the Creationist Museum, but you can definitely get back on that ARC. So the, I always thought that was were the same thing, that the guy built the Ark and then built the Creationist Museum around it. They're different, though, huh? I'm looking at the Ark Encounter. Where is this, by the way? Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Kentucky? Ab- about the Ark. The Ark Encounter features a full-size Noah's Ark built according to the dimensions given in the Bible. Were there dimensions? Oh, yeah, famously. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's in cubits. I don't know what the the conversion rate is. Okay, gotcha. In beautiful Grant County, Williamstown, Kentucky. Halfway between Cincinnati and Lexington, right off of I-75. There you go. Um, So anyway, so let's take a listen to this commercial now. There's something that we need to tell the listeners, though, right? Yeah, the voice you're going to hear is the voice of a giraffe, uh, like a, you know, a cartoon like a, a cartoon but like you know like pixar style okay, cartoon yeah um it's with a group of it has a, a herd of giraffes i don't know if that's the correct uh cumulative uh noun for for a bunch of giraffes 
but he's got like four friends. It's a stretch of giraffes. It's a stretch of giraffes. Uh, the speaking the speaking giraffe has glasses, so you know he's smart. Whoa! Told you, Dad. You just gotta think bigger. Hey, guys! Ah, yeah! Great news! The Ark is reopening June 8th. See you there! <laughs> okay, only one of those giraffes talks. Yep. But they show at one point four of them. Yeah, I think they're or, a family of giraffes. It's the Ark. Twos. Yeah. Just show two but giraffes. These are modern giraffes that are going to visit That's the true. Ark to understand why they even exist today. That's a good point. Because Noah thought ahead, got two of them. I'll bet you organizations like this will see people coming back faster, right? Just given the demographic. Because they don't believe in COVID. Or science. Yeah, plausible. Plausible. I don't know. Although I don't know. I don't know if that stands up to scrutiny. And maybe I'm just being mean. Um, You have one more here. This is not about COVID, but it was, it really spoke to my heart. And this is from another, this is from a Louisville music shop, like musical instrument shop. Okay. um, That like 15 years ago or something uh, had to reopen after a fire. And this is what I want to see from our local businesses. Really? Yes. Okay. The doo-wop shop on Bardstown Road in the Highlands is having a grand reopening. We've been closed for three months due to a fire, but now we are open, and we're bigger and better than ever. We have crammed our store with over $2 million in new inventory. Help us celebrate by graciously accepting a ridiculous deal on something loud to put under your Christmas tree. Acoustic guitar is only $115 with the case. Five-piece drum kit, including cymbals, only $299. Rent this electric guitar for only $11 a month. Come by and see our newly rebuilt showroom. You won't believe it! What do you love about that, Veeves? I love the whole thing. I love the cheery music and the there's all. It, whenever he's talking about like put something loud under the Christmas tree, you have, um, I would I assume are there staffers in in like long pajamas. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's three of them, op- right? Yeah, tearing open uh, packages with guitars and drum sets and whatever else in them. And then they're jamming in their Christmas pajamas. Jamming out. They look like that guy from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, well, there's less fire. With less fire. Well, because they that's what happens when their place burned down the that's first time. I just found that so cheer, so so like I mean, it's so local, obviously. Yeah, and I love the the localness of it, the smallness of it. Um, but I just wish that like more local businesses would like get on this train. What do you think of the one shot that they show? It's actual, looks like news footage or something that was shot during the fire. They show, it is definitely, it's not stock footage. They show an outside shot of the doo-wop shop with a um, fire truck there with its lights uh, flashing. Now, you don't see much flame, so it's not that dark, but it is realistic. Yeah, I love it. I'm trying to figure out where this place is. Did they say? Uh, Louisville. Louisville, you said that, yeah. Um, all right, uh, anything else? I think that does it until we start to see some more creative uh, We Are Reopening approaches. All right, well, let's check in with the Ad Council. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Beavs, I have not seen the commercial that Mason has sent into us here. It's a doozy. But I have read the text. Would you do me a favor and let me read the text? Because I love this email. I love this email too. Do you want to rate do you want to read the text first or do you want to play the ad and then address Mason's questions? I want to read it first because so far I haven't seen it and I find this email fascinating. And this raises so many questions for me. It makes me excited to know what's in that link. All right. Let her rip. Here's what Mason says. So I was running through old ads on YouTube and I came across this old Cascade ad uh, from 1989. Aren't you glad you let me read it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cascade, of course, that's a um, dish dish detergent, right? Right. Uh, I have several questions. Are these two guys from something? How did Cascade get away with being so horny on Maine? Who is the fourth party in the orgy? Are they still counting the dish powder? Where can I get one of those kick-ass bill ties? <laughs> These are all of the questions that yeah. Mason set out. I don't know what happens to this commercial, but I don't know if I've ever been more excited to watch a commercial. They're all legitimate questions posed by this commercial. Okay, should we um, go ahead and take a listen? I'm dying to find out. Yeah, so let me let me set this in up In what for way you. they're horny on Maine. Oh, it's horny. 
Um, so this is the rare 1980s uh, cleaning product commercial that stars men instead of women. Oh, okay. As the users of said products. I can get into that. You have these two uh, young, st- I guess, straight guys who are like in some sort of studio together. Like it's like a like an art artist studio of some kind. They seem to be friends or maybe like uh, partners in some kind of artistic endeavor. Could they be architects or is that too serious? It feels like the the studio they're in is a little bit too arty for that. It feels more like Carolyn in the city. Sort of like that. It sort of seems like they're in a, I don't know, just an art studio. Everything I know about art studios I learned from Carolyn in the City, just so you know. I think it's not even Carolyn in the City. Is it Caroline? I think so. Well, everything I learned about pronouncing Carolyn, <laughs> I learned from Caroline in the City. So one got, and they're both very like 80s dressed, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sort of like popped collar, you know, sweater over that, like too much clothes, basically. One of them is telling the other guy about his date and why and what went wrong with it. Oh, okay, okay. Morning, how was last night's intimate little dinner? Not good. Why? Just as I'm serving the most wonderful meal, I see Jessica scraping these gritty spots off her glass. Uh Uh-oh, maybe that dishwashing stuff didn't dissolve. Uh Uh-oh, why are you uh uh-oh? Tonight I'm serving the most wonderful meal to Susan. Uh Uh-oh. Introducing new Cascade. It dissolves better than ever for better spotlessness. Well, looks great. You wanna make this a foursome? No. No, I don't. New Cascade dissolves better. Okay. So I, for, I first want to apologize about the sound. I sure. that I looked everywhere for a better copy of it. This was um, transferred from a VHS recording of 24 Hours at Daytona Racing on TBS. Oh, nice. Uh, in 1989. Um, so that's the best recording, unfortunately, that there is. But, oh, that wasn't you saying that. that. That was Mason saying that. No, no. That's from the person who recorded it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so at the end there... So there's two scenes. There's the scene where he's complaining like, oh, the girl last night didn't like the dishes. And then cut to they're on the second guy's date. The date mm-hmm. is happening. In a, it looks like in somebody's apartment. In one of their, I think in the same space. Oh, I see. Because they're artists. They but live, they work. Yeah, but okay. they, so he, the woman is in the background. She doesn't have any speaking mm-hmm. lines. The dudes are still talking to each other. But why is the... Why is the first dude who already had the ba- the date with the bad dishes? Why is he in a suit why and tie? Why is he there in a suit and tie? He says, "Do you want to make it a foursome?" Does that mean his date is also there? Why right. is she there? I totally get it. Like that's that's one of Mike Mason's questions, and the answer is. I don't know where the four the four and the foursome is coming from. I like the way Mason thinks. Mason says, "Are they counting the dish powder as the fourth, <laughs> the fourth person in this foursome?" I mean that. That is not to use as recommended. Wow. Uh, They ask, are these two guys from something? And the one of them, like the second one with the darker hair, he looks very familiar to me. He looks like he might have been like the the like slutty uncle on some <laughs> bad sitcom, you know, an airplane pilot. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like the slutty na- Yeah. Like yeah. the, the slutty neighbor from some, from a, from a sitcom. So sure. he, he has that vibe. I don't recognize him though. So you'll, we'll post it to the website, to the Facebook group. You can take a look. Um, I don't know how they got away with being so horny on Maine. <laughs> That's a great commercial, though. Yeah, and I guess I give them. I guess I give Cascade credit for trying to put the emphasis of cleaning on men and saying like, "Oh, it's single men." But then they, then I feel like they have to like bring. You got to prove yes. Sex if you're, if you're gonna, well, that's the thing. Like they have to be so aggressively heterosexual yeah. to let men know that it's okay to clean. Like it doesn't make you, you know. Whatever, whatever yeah. slur was, I'm sure, in use at the time. Yeah, yeah. What time is it anyway? <laughs> oh, before we go uh, to that time, I have one more Cascade commercial that I want to share. Oh, okay. Um, so you know how we've been watching a lot of news radio? I do know that we've been watching a lot of news radio. Because it's on Crackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been saying like, oh, you know, I, like everyone in that show almost without exception went on to do something else. Obviously, mm-hmm. Phil Hartman tragically died during mm-hmm. that the run of that show. But he was in a lot of projects. Yeah. Dave Foley, Maura Tierney. Maura Tierney had a career. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's Andy had Dick. crazily the biggest career. Even Stephen Root, you know? I mean, he famously Stephen Root, yes. has, has had... Uh, I don't know the name of the woman who plays the newscaster across from... Bill, I think her name is Candy Alexander. Okay, I don't know. Did she have a big career? She, I've seen her in some other like you know 
cop or hospital drama okay. kind of shows, okay. but not a huge career. Vicki Lewis, um, who played the receptionist. Oh, yeah. I was like, I never saw her in anything after news radio, and I still haven't. But now I've seen her in something before news radio. <laughs> this is a Cascade commercial? Yes. All right. I think kids today need to learn responsibility. Mine have dish night, and they do a great job. So there's no food like little tomato seeds left stuck on the plate. They always pre-rinse, and they never overload. No matter so the kids are just like doing a horrible job loading the dishes into the thing, but the Cascade is so strong. looking dirty, but Cascade with sheeting action gets them so clean they're virtually spotless. Perfect. Every night should be dish night. Not. I, rem- I remember that ad. Do you remember not? Yes, I oh also remember that. Gosh. Um, I remember watching that ad. And that was definitely before news radio. This says this it was from ninety four and news radio uh, launched in ninety five. It did. Okay, that's interesting because she plays such a um flirty young woman. Yes, who, she seems you know, ten very years older sexualized here. Yes. In, in news radio. And um, not not in a bad way or a degrading way, but uh, that's kind of her. And here she's like a mom, yes. you know, like not an unattractive mom, but, but completely a mom. different type. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So anyway, good job, Vicky Lewis. Or I guess I'm sorry you didn't have a, an amazing career. Maybe she did. And we just don't know about it. Mm. She might be all over Crackle. Okay, now what time is it? I don't know. You didn't answer me before. <laughs> it's jingle time. We got a jingle from across the pond. We did, and this is an excellent jingle time. All right, this is from our friend Paul. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is uh, Paul from over in England. Um... I thought you would appreciate a little jingle. It's from an advert that uh, has been emblazoned in my memory, if that's the right word, um, for 20 or 30 years, uh, from like the mid-80s. Can't do maths. Um, So it's an advert for uh, tree ball soft mints, which I think are very similar to Mentos or Mintos, whatever you call them. I am going to pause it here for one second. Did you notice that he kind of emphasized the S on maths? Yeah, that's how they say it. Yes, and this was a big conversation, I believe, on TBTL. It wasn't on this show, was it? And no. I don't know if Paul was emphasizing it because of that or if it just stood out to me, but I made the argument that that doesn't make sense to call it maths, plural, but a listener pointed out why it made so much sense. Do you know why it makes so much sense? No. Because it's mathematics. Oh. It is mathematics, is plural, so maths. I suppose that's true. Anyway. Um, and the advert is set in a world entirely made out of what looks like duvets or um, comforters, do you call them? Like just soft, squishy stuff that's in the side, inside your duvet cover. Um, or whatever you call a duvet cover. God knows what you call that, an envelope. We just call, <laughs> we just call that a duvet cover. Um, but anyway, uh, so the advert goes something like this. Bum, 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 bum. Mr. Soft, won't you tell me why the world in which you're living is so strange? <laughs> oh, Mr. Soft, why everything around you is so soft and rearranged? Anyway, it's like that. Uh, and it features a chewing gum, um, chewing gum, a cat uh, made out of the, the same material and a post box that chews some mints. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I've finished now. That's it. Okay. Bye then. Hmm. Stuck the landing ball. <laughs> uh, I would describe is the... Is it scary? It, it, the song sounds ominous. No, it's not scary. Although he did a great job, but the 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 context of the ad makes it not scary. I would try to describe it to you, but Paul did an amazing job. Like it's exactly what he described. It's a bunch of it's a pillow. It's a world made out of pillow material mm-hmm. that is uh, where a guy's walking along and chewing a soft mint, and uh, everything's soft. And a, a post box does eat a soft mint. Mm, let's take a listen to this. <laughs> Mr. Soft, won't you tell me why the world in which you're living is so strange? 
Oh, Mr. Sun. It's very trippy. How come everything around you is so soft and rearranged? Bite through the shell of a tree bore spearmint soft mint, and everything turns chewy and soft. They're crispy on the outside, chewy on the inside. That's really intriguing. Everything is white, too. Um, yes, that, I guess, gives it a little bit of a... Very surreal a quality. A little surreal quality. You know, and the person, the, the character who's Mr. Soft um, doesn't look like just like a human. He looks like he's made of pillows. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Or I like duvets. that. duvets. Thank you, Paul. Yes, thank you, Paul. That is, uh, that is definitely a treat that I am not familiar with. Uh, either as a mint or a commercial. And the cool thing is, Paul has a new nickname, Mr. Soft. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. No way to object to that. You can sell anything. All right. If people want to sing us a jingle, Veeves, how do they do it? You can call us at 607 444 five five nine seven uh, i will also put in a plug for the way paul did it not that you have to but paul sent us an actual sound file which was yeah. excellent quality just recorded it on his phone and yeah. emailed it along so it was you know it, it i know we've had a few times when it's just hard to make a good connection um and so if that's an easier mm-hmm. way to do it uh the quality is definitely great and we can certainly use it that way so either way get at us um, email us at after these messages show at gmail. Don't forget the show after these messages forget, show don't at forget gmail. The show. Um, or or uh, visit the Facebook group and and join if you're not a member. I'm going to throw something out here. We didn't talk about this, Veeves, but I know that um, the only reason you still have a Facebook account is because you run this Facebook page, and it's getting more and more uncomfortable supporting Facebook. So if anybody has any suggestions of a platform that they like to use. I'm not saying that we're going to do that. On TBTL, we started using Slack, which has been really, really cool and a great community. But I also know that it kind of scared some people off. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel like bringing a new social network into their life. But I, I get it. And I, I mean, yeah. change is really hard. And I'm, I don't want to do anything to upset the Apple card. And I got to tell you, like, without the Facebook group, this show would be very different because that's where um, a lot of what we, you know, how we think about content and where we get content and, and how we so interact much, with yeah, people. Yeah, so much of our content comes from the Facebook Yeah, and I'm not group, willing yeah. to sacrifice that, but if someone said, someone wanted to introduce us to a platform that they think might work well, I'm certainly interested in learning more about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I like to think that eventually, eventually yeah. maybe we can get Facebook out of our lives. But again, nobody freak out. We're not doing that now, but we're just open to ideas. All right. Thank you, everybody. I've said too much. We'll talk to you next <laughs> Tuesday. Bound to be found like a brown John Belushi. Koofy, Falusia. Koofy, Faluga. Truthy, Cooley, Morflos, and Luda. What good is all your money if your style's still tasteless? I celebrate the fact that moved into my mama's basement.